Good morning and happy Thursday. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. 850-437-1620 is the number to text this morning or feel free to call if you want to share your thoughts or your opinions. Again, 850-437-1620. Cody Martin is here this morning with the Pensacola Opera. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited because we have um, one of, it's called opera's funniest classics oh yes absolutely <laughs> it's coming to pensacola and it's just a week or so away isn't yeah. it we open a week from tomorrow okay so if you have had the opportunity to go to the pensacola opera um and seen your favorite whatever your favorite one is Please share it today, 850-437-1620. We have Rossini's The Barber of Seville, you said, starting on Friday, March 11th. March 11th and March 13th are the two performance dates. March 11th in the evening at 7.30. The 13th is at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And what was the song that we just listened to? It's one of everybody, if you've heard that song, it's either played, uh, sometimes it's thrown into musics that we, uh, excuse me, movies we see, and that music's like, wait, I know that. Mm -hmm. Where do I know that from? Wait a second, what? And then it all comes back to you. The Barber of Seville, share a little bit more about that song. So that's the overture. So it's the very first thing you hear. Um, That music doesn't come back in in the rest of the opera, but. that overture was the basis, actually, what a lot of people know the Barber of Seville is from the Looney Tunes, the 1950s short Rabbit of Seville. And that whole cartoon, it's only five or six minutes long, but it's based off of the overture. And they have all of these, you know, hilarious motions and stuff that are synced to the music of the overture. Um, and so that's where people really came to know that orchestral music. Um, and like you said, yeah, television commercials, movies, anything you can think of um we've all heard that music oh yeah it's it's a now like a a staple a composure staple Mm -hmm. i I think we can say absolutely and that was uh the rabbit of seville um that debuted on december 16th 1950 yeah very early television first of all can we bring that kind of television back (laughs) it's beautiful you know yeah it's it's really crazy to think about all of the like opera and classical music and they used to write operas to be played on television like that used to be part of the popular culture and it's really not that way anymore and it really makes me sad but um there's always i think we can always have a renaissance of that sort of thing absolutely and sometimes you'll be able to see something like that on pbs like the public broadcasting station Mm -hmm. and and it's nice to see it revived and there's something calming and demure about it all at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, see, well, like, the, but the main networks, CBS had a whole series of, they would televise, you know, abridged versions of operas back in the 50s. It was really interesting. Yeah. And I can imagine all the people crammed around their television sets trying to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so many people who maybe couldn't afford to go to the opera or travel to go to the opera who got to see it on television. Yeah. But then you have cities and towns all over the u.s who don't have the opportunity or you know the the beauty of having something like the pensacola opera in their city it's something that is really unique to our city yeah we're very lucky um i mean there there are small there are opera companies of all size throughout the country um you know 
this is, I would say our company is actually on the smaller side of things, um, if you can believe that, because there are companies that do six or seven productions a year in, you know, small, mid-sized cities. Um, but yeah, we're very fortunate here to be able to put on the productions of the caliber that we do and to have such great support from our community and from other arts organizations and um, media organizations and what whatnot. Yeah, and I... It definitely is, I don't know if staple is the word for our community, but it is a driving force behind our community for arts and leisure and entertainment in our downtown area, especially. Absolutely. And I, you know, we are, this is our 39th season. So next year we'll be celebrating our 40th anniversary. Um, The symphony is, you know, twice as old as we are. Um, So the arts have been a really important part of Pensacola's history for a really long time. That's awesome. 40 years. Are you guys already planning something major? Yes, we are. (laughs) I hear like, yeah, I'm putting a lot of work into it as we speak. (laughs) It's going to be a secret for a couple more weeks. But if you come to the Barber of Seville, as is tradition, we will be announcing from the stage before each performance, we'll be announcing our plans for next season. So that's the first opportunity to know what's going to be happening for our 40th anniversary. Oh, awesome. Okay, so let's transition a little bit more into the Barber of Seville. We've talked, of course, we've thrown, we've name dropped with Bugs Bunny, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And if you have a question or a comment this morning, 850-437-1620. Cody Martin is here with the Pensacola Opera. Pensacola Opera is opening one of the opera's funniest classics. And I was just actually, I had it muted, but I was watching the, 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 um, excuse me the rabbit of seville on my on my computer over (laughs) here it's so funny i mean it's for for it being from 1950 it's still just hilarious to watch well and it kind of is something cool to maybe view for individuals who are preparing to go to the opera or maybe this is their first opera that they are planning on partaking in it this is actually kind of like a, a tee up from that you just like they're setting you up yeah and you can get to go and enjoy right after um and of course i just found it on youtube that's what i looked at <laughs> but uh let's share a little bit more about the storyline and maybe who is playing some of the roles yeah so the barber of seville is based on it's based around a young lady named rosina who has been held captive as a ward by the grumpy old Dr. Bartolo. And the Count Almaviva has seen her up in her window and wants to make her fall in love with him. So as people do in opera, he disguises himself as not the Count because he wants her to fall in love with him and not with his money. Um, And so the whole opera is based around figuring out how to get past Dr. Bartolo and to win Rosina over. Um, there's lots of twists and turns, lots of mistaken identities and disguises, um, hilarious antics from start to finish. It's just a ton of fun. And it has a happy ending. I won't tell you how things transpire, but um, it's yeah, it's a happy ending and laughs throughout the entire evening. It's about 90 minutes, would you uh, say? It's actually about two and a half hours, a half. but oh, it goes okay. by very quickly. Well, yeah, of, of course. Um, I... <laughs> 
I was just kind of looking at the storyline. I'm guessing over here. Yeah, I'll give you take, but okay, about two and a half hours. Awesome. Are there intermissions? With There's this? one intermission. Yes. Okay, one intermission. Um, and again, we are talking the barber of Seville. Uh, people are t- texting in about Bugs Bunny, which feel free if you'd like to text in your your favorite Bugs Bunny <laughs> too. I'll enjoy that because I have it playing on my screen as we are talking and I'm watching. And I'm actually, uh, it's Bugs Bunny at the symphony. So there's actually an orchestra playing while uh, the Rabbit of Seville is on screen, which is what I'm watching. But Cody Martin is here with the Pensacola Opera. Uh, He's here to also take your questions. If you have a question, if you've never been to the Pensacola Opera, maybe this is your first one. Maybe you're not sure where to go. You're new to our community. You want to know a little bit more about where Pensacola Opera was birthed from. Uh, But first, I really want to pay homage to the individuals who... Uh, it looks like we have Sid. Is it Sydney Outlaw? Mm-hmm. Playing yeah, Figaro? he is playing the Barber of Seville, Figaro himself, and he has sung at the Met. Um, companies all around the country were very excited to have him debuting with us. That name sounds so familiar. I'm just gonna say it, and it's kind of you know, listen, little ba. I'm not gonna lie, Sydney <laughs> Outlaw. <laughs> I need to change my last name to yeah. Outlaw. <laughs> uh, and then we have a. Uh, Cam- is it Camille Sherman? Yes, Camille Sherman is playing Rosina, and she was an artist in residence with us back in 2017-18, so um, she's gone off and had a wonderful career since then, and we're excited to have her back as a leading role. Oh, that is so cool. I love it. Uh, and making a return, and then we were talking about the Count, and how do you say it? The Count Alma Viva. Alma Viva. Which, you know, translated literally from Italian, it just means, you know, soul with life, you know, life of soul. So he's full of life. I like that. Well, that's a good name to have right there. And we have Jonah Hoskins. Yes. Um, he looks rather young, actually. He is quite young, and he is an incredible young tenor. He um, He's actually in the Young Artist Development Program at the Metropolitan Opera. He, you know, they let him sneak away for three weeks to come wow. do this with us. And he was, every year, the Met has a competition, a nationwide search for the brightest opera stars and he was a winner of that nationwide competition at the Met um, for 2020. He also was uh, I think a second prize winner at the Operalia Worldwide Opera Competition. Wow. Um, He's just such an incredible young talent and we're so fortunate to have him here in this role. That is too cool. That's uh, right there. That's a reason to kind of see that's worldwide talent. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then let's talk a little bit, a couple of more characters. And uh, we have, and then of course, our conductor as well, Matthew Burns. Tell me a little bit. And he's pr- playing Bartolo. Yes, Matt Burns is playing Bartolo. And he is a fantastic um, bass baritone. He has sung Ooh. this role many, many times. And it's a very challenging role because Bartolo is the one who does most of what we call patter, which is very, very fast Italian words. Um, his act one aria, it gets so fast that you would just sit there like your jaw will drop. And I can't believe he's saying all of those words that quickly. It's a muscle. <laughs> a t- it's, it's more than just like talent. It is literally like you have to exercise that muscle over and over again. Absolutely. And um, before we... we we talk about uh, Ron Dukes because I want to talk about him as well and a couple other characters before we move on. I want to talk about opera, the beauty of it, the 
the the not just the art behind it and the talent because it takes so much more than that there's so much work and why is it so important for us to keep opera going and alive in our culture yeah well i think people have this idea of opera being such a lofty you know for the high class like that kind of thing but really it's just telling stories you yeah. know these especially if you come to the barber of seville you're going to see people that you know in real life you know these characters are archetypes of you know our neighbors or our they boss they resemble something yeah, yeah exactly and it's just storytelling um of course you know we aren't all counts and we don't have um you know wards that we're keeping in our castle or anything like that but right. it's it's the characters and the personalities that really are you can relate to um from your your own lives yeah when you 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 made me laugh laugh when I you said that it, uh, opera is for <laughs> a couple of people are texting in about Bugs Bunny and the Jetsons I don't know we went off on a tangent about Bugs Bunny <laughs> and I'm sorry but it does have something to do with it we are talking with Cody Martin with the Pensacola Opera if you do have a question or yes you want to try to make us laugh 850-437-1620 you made me laugh when you said for high class citizens so <laughs> fun fact I sang opera throughout middle and high school and tried to continue working that muscle in college, but I didn't. I went off a different direction in life. But if I can do it, you know, and and, and be a part of that, um, I guess, family of you mis musicians yeah. <laughs> in that you don't have to be high class, trust me. <laughs> no, absolutely. And you know, it's for, it's for anybody. It's it's culture, but it's also it's a fun night out, especially at Barber Seville. You know, if you come to something serious, you come and you know you might get immersed and you'll, you're going to cry. And but for the Barber Seville, it's just such a fun experience. It's hilarious. Um, we will, you know, the the opera sung in Italian, but we always have super titles. If you've never been above the stage and then at monitors throughout the theater. Um, there's, you know, line by line translations of everything everybody is saying. So you'll understand all of the jokes in real time um, and you'll laugh along with what's going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, question, is this a kid friendly opera? For, that's a question for you, Cody. Definitely. Yeah, this is family friendly. You know, I would say we said it's two and a half hours long, so you have to judge based on whether your kids in particular will be able to follow along, follow right. along for that long. But Absolutely. You have yeah. an avid reader. Um, and you mentioned you might cry. Yes, because when you hear the, the, the eloquence of the singers and performers and the orchestra, you can't help but cry. Even if it is funny, you're just like, this is so good. Yeah, and <laughs> especially with this piece, because um, Rossini was a composer during an era of opera that we call bel canto. And these composers, which just means beautiful bel voice. Bel canto. Bel canto, beautiful okay. voice. And so these composers during that time period were completely focused on the beauty of the voice and what you can do with that instrument and they really just showcased um, the magic that what a voice can do. Um, so in this opera, you'll hear lovely long lines, lots of coloratura, really fast notes, um, melismas, you know, showcasing the singers and what they're able to do with their voices, rather than just you know singing a melody. It's just so much more than that. 
Absolutely. There's so much more to it. Hey, 850-437-1620. If you're just tuning in, I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's 921. Cody Martin is here with the Pensacola Opera next week. A big week. Barbara of Seville is back at the Pensacola Opera. So exciting. If you have maybe, you know, an older kid who loves to read and uh, loves the arts, loves to, you know, just kind of experience new things in when it comes to music, I think this is excellent for every individual who mm-hmm. loves music to to sit in um, and then just soak it up. Yeah. And, you know, on the topic of kids and families, um, we do also have our final dress rehearsal on Wednesday. We do a student dress rehearsal. So if you want to try it out, but you're not sure that you want to pay for, you know, the full Friday night or Sunday afternoon experience. Okay. Um, we have... For students, um, probably middle and high school, um, $5 tickets for the Wednesday night dress rehearsal. Now, it's a rehearsal, but it is a full run through with the orchestra and the sets and the costumes. Um, $5 for students and $8 for chaperones. Um, Those tickets must be reserved by calling the Opera Center, and our number is 850-433-6737. But if you have a young arts lover that might want to try opera for the first time that's definitely a great experience and it's a small crowd so it's not going to be a a full house um, since it's just the rehearsal but it's a great opportunity for people who might want to dip their toes and then you know it's a dress rehearsal if you want to leave at the intermission break you can Okay. I love that. $5, $8. Come on now. Um, you're just making dreams come true, Cody. I want to talk of a couple of other production events. We've got uh, opening night. There's something happening at V Paul's. Yeah. So we um, work with V Paul's. They put together a prefix Makes sense. Menu. Italian. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Your I like Italian it. Italian food before your Italian opera. Perfect. Um, but they put together a nice prefix menu. Um, I don't remember the exact price, but it's one price and you go and they have a full menu just for people before the opera and that starts at 5 p.m. So you go there, have your dinner and then walk over to the Sanger. Wow. Enjoy the show. Uh, that's that's so much fun. I love that. And of course, you can RSVP, make a reservation at 850-433-6737. Um, and then, like we mentioned, uh, Cody and I were talking about some of the incredible artists and performers um, who are going to be in the Barber of Seville starting March 11th. Sydney Outlaw, Camille Sherman, Jonah uh, Hoskins, right? Matt Burns, Ron Dukes, and uh, so many more. Uh, So we have the opening night. You can meet the artists at a reception. Yes. So if you um, buy a ticket to the reception after the performance on Friday, and there'll be food and beverages, and the artists will be there. You can meet and mingle, see them up close, because, you know, people always look a little different up close than they do on stage. (laughs) Of course. Yes. But don't scrutinize them. Be nice. Uh, and of course, you can RSVP to the Pensacola Opera by calling their number again. Save this 850-433-6737 or purchase tickets online at PensacolaOpera.com. Uh, of course, uh, just a reminder that the Barber of Seville is um, going to be running from March 11th uh, and then again March 13th. The March 13th one is 2 p.m., Correct. Yes. You mentioned. All right. Very cool. And then on March 13th, there's a matinee event happening. Yeah. So if you want to, we've got your pre-show dining covered. You right. Know, if you're coming on Friday, you can go to V. Paul's. If you're coming on the Sunday matinee, we have our 
annual um, director's champagne brunch at Jackson Steakhouse. They have a lovely brunch menu that they create for us and bottomless mimosas, of course. Say and no more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, get, you know, um, our artistic director, Jerry Shannon, who's also conducting the show, will come over and do a little preview talk. We love Jerry. Everybody there. Um, and that's, it's a great way... It's always great for me, in my opinion. I love events like that because you get to get downtown early and you can find your parking. I'm always worried about parking. Yes. And <laughs> a couple of notes with that, because there you have to pay for parking still. And on the weekends, there is free parking, too, in certain... There's a, um, a parking garage that is... It's not a long walk to the Pensacola Opera, and really, there's no long walk downtown. <laughs> we were going to the parade the other day. I was like, we really don't. We no, don't have to walk yeah. that far. We're going to be okay. <laughs> well, my seven-year-old did not agree with me, but there is tons of parking. It is a good idea to kind of get there ahead of time. Give yourself ample time. We, and when I say pay for parking downtown, we don't pay that much in no. Pensacola. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you were to go to New York City and go to the Met, you're talking paying up to t possibly $200 yeah. to mm -hmm. park and make sure your car isn't stolen. I'm yeah. just going to say that <laughs> part. And we don't have that issue in Pensacola, right? That is the good thing. So we have um, opening night fixed dinner at V. Paul's Italian Restaurant. So many good things there. And it goes along with theme, right? We have the opening night meet the artist receptions. That's happening March 11th, right after... Uh, the Barber of Seville. And then Sunday, we have the Barber of Seville playing again. They're going to be performing again, excuse me, at 2 p.m. And we have the Champagne Brunch happening early that morning at 11.45 or brunch. Uh, you know, brunch time is what it mm -hmm. is. Um, and then I want you to just kind of, as we wrap up our time this morning, Cody, uh, I want you to just share a little bit more about the mission of Pensacola Opera. Yeah, so we have a wide-ranging mission Um we're talking about the Barber of Seville, which is one of our main stage productions, which is kind of the biggest thing that we do every year. We do these full-scale productions with orchestra and singers that we bring in from around the country. But we have a lot of other events throughout the whole year, um, everything from doing performances in schools for K-12 through students, um, performances out in the community at festivals, libraries, retirement homes, um, wherever we can find people who want to hear us sing um, we do social events we have a wonderful volunteer group called bravi and they do a lot of civic engagement things um, we just had a great partnership with the pace center for girls for our production of the magic flute in january I love that. Um, so we really try you know as we mentioned earlier we uh, the arts are a big important part of our community and we really want to make people think of us as a, an important part of the community and we want to give back in whatever way we can um, so while we love our grand scale performances we also love just singing and providing music in smaller ways as well absolutely i love that you said for who for anybody who wants to hear us <laughs> perform I don't know who would not. So that's amazing. <laughs> and to, you know, sing to uh, folks in our, our retirement homes and our uh, nursing homes and in at home living facilities, you know, I think that's something beautiful too, because as we get older or, and, and individuals are not able to maybe live their fullest life, there's still that opportunity to enjoy the arts and be able to enjoy it up close and in person. It's different mm -hmm. than watching it on television or on a screen. Yeah, and music is so powerful. So um, powerful. I mean, we see that I've seen the videos online of 
you know, um, people, older people with dementia who can't remember their daughter, mm. but then they go sit down at a piano and they can play a sonata yeah. that they played it's 50 years ago. It's it just incredible. It's healing. Wow. Uh, Cody, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Um, Cody Martin is, was here this morning sharing about the Pensacola Opera. The opera's funniest classic is back here in downtown Pensacola starting March 11th. And then there's another performance on March 13th. So Friday, March 11th at 7.30 p.m., The Barber of Seville. Sunday, March 13th. 2 p.m., The Barber of Seville. And, of course, this takes place downtown at the historic Sanger Theater. So excited. Of course, so many so many names we could drop. Sydney Outlaw, uh, Jonah Hoskins. We've got also Amara Miles, uh, mm-hmm. Jack Chandler, Robert Hartfield, uh, conductor Jerry Shannon, absolutely, and Francis Rabelais. Rabelais. Okay. (laughs) You helped me with that. Thank you so much for not leaving me hanging. Um, And of course, we're super excited to be able to. Share this with everybody and encourage everyone. Get out. It's beautiful weather. Oh, yes. It's a great time to get back to the opera. Thank you so much for joining me, Cody. Yes. All right. Again, go online, PensacolaOpera.com, or give them a call at 504-33-6737. Thank you so much, Cody, for joining us. We have Meraki Solar joining us coming up next here on the Pensacola Expo.